my secret is making my team and anything I do seem much bigger than it is. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focusing on finishing it out fighting the good fight and closing out the job. And I think just as important as it is to start something, it's even more important in how you conclude it or finish it out. So if you think of the different things that you can finish out, it could be everything from a project, it could be from a day, it could also be from a business in and of itself. And it could also, of course, be for the year. So when you think of finishing out, I want you to really think of these episodes because what we're going to really focus on is the last question that we really ask, which is defining what it means to be a CEO. And all the creative, innovative, and I think truly insightful questions that we received from this question is really what we want to highlight during the show. But of course, we want you to enjoy the entire episode and think about how you're going to finish things out and how you're going to finish things out strongly. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Jackie Thrapp of Making a Musical podcast. Jackie, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi there. Nice to be on the show. I'm excited for it. Me too. Super excited to have you on. And I wanted to read a little bit more about Jackie so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Jackie is an Emmy award-winning journalist, creator, and executive producer of the off-Broadway musical Good Morning New York. She also is the host of the Making a Musical podcast. Jackie, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes. Yes, I am. Awesome. Let's do it. So on the question, let's do it. (laughs) So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to get started with your podcast. Definitely. So I think uh, maybe with all small businesses, I know definitely for mine, I initially was a writer and I was trying to find a way to produce my musical or get it produced. And it's pretty hard to get yourself produced in the entertainment industry. So I just started my own company to produce my own stuff. And then once in a while, I'll produce other people's stuff. And then the podcast I started because I feel like I talk about musical theater so much and a lot of my friends are not in musical theater. So I use the podcast as an outlet to explain what I'm doing and get that excitement out of post going on for two hours with friends that are not involved in (laughs) musical theater. Wonderful friends. I love that they listen, but they don't need to. So that's why I started the podcast. And now we have a fun community of writers and producers all across the nation that uh, they produce their stuff, they ask few questions, and our podcast basically follows the entire development of creating an off-Broadway show. So it started a year ago, more than a year ago, where we were just like, hey, we just finished a run at a 30-seat theater, and now we want to go off-Broadway, but we don't know how to do it. So every week, we're just going to have a podcast and let you know what we're doing to try to get there. And over a year, we went from having 
you know, with scripts, but no venue to getting a theater, having a theater choose us for our free space. And now we're casting. So it's been fun. Nice. I, I definitely love that. And I love the fact too, that you talked about trying to find a way. And when there wasn't necessarily a way you decided to create it yourself. And I think that's the beauty of this day and age where we have so many kind of tools to, to create content and create information, create podcasts and so on and so forth. Because I think that type of podcast too, even when it comes to influencer marketing, there's so many third party platforms that connect companies to smaller influencers with only a few hundred followers, not, not even influencers, they're just kind of people, but there's so many companies that connect these and it, pretty much anybody can follow their interests and capitalize on it. You might make something, you might not, but still it's in our world and in our day and age, you can completely capitalize on everything that you throw out into the world. I love Absolutely. it. Yeah, I love it too. And especially in this day and age where there's like the influencers, but now there's the micro influencers. So if you have an interest yes. in something, you can definitely pursue it, create a podcast, create a blog. And then there's usually on the other side, because there's consumers that are searching for whatever it is that you're providing. And it might be so niche that you're the only one that actually loves it and, and creates content around it. You can basically create an empire uh, around that, so to speak. Right, because even what I do for my podcast, too, I did this brief documentary on influencer marketing, but that's a separate thing, and I learned how it works. Mm -hmm. So basically, in the documentary, all I was doing was trying to figure out how it works. So I'd have companies, you sign up for this third-party website, they have a company send you something, and then they pay you 30 bucks if you post about it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did for the, podcast, for the influencer marketing documentary. But then I brought it to my podcast, where I started going to networking events in New York City, and I started, and these are like new companies with a startup. Maybe they have an Indiegogo page and they're trying to get funded or publicity. And I say, hey, I have a podcast that will open your business to the off-Broadway world. Are you interested in paying $30 or I, I think my rate was $25 and we'll give you 1,000, uh, 25 bucks. We'll give you an ad and we'll play it until we hit a thousand listens. So we had a lot of companies just pay me like 25 bucks here and there. Mm -hmm. And slowly, it's, I don't make anything. I think I've made, I don't know, less than $100 off the podcast. <laughs> but that's okay because that's not my goal in general. My, yeah. my goal is to have it as an outlet to promote my off-Broadway musical that opens in January. Nice. Well, I definitely approach that. And that's what I, I, I appreciate you for, for bringing that up because I think that a lot of times people also use podcasts as a way to market and brand as well, too. It sounds like you're doing, some, you're doing two things, it sounds like, because you are generating some revenue, but at the same time, you're also using it as a way to promote um, your, your musical. It first started as a way for me to just talk and get it out because there was so much energy and excitement around my show. I had to have something to get it out. And then it started becoming a marketing tool right. where people who listen to the podcast started buying some tickets and some shirts because I sell shirts for the show too. Nice. So then I started like, selling some things that way. And oh, what I did for the podcast too. It's just a tool. I think a lot of people get into podcasting because they think there's money. I don't I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of money in it. That's just me. But I'm sure for others there are. But I use that podcast as a tool to get into the Tony nomination ceremony mm. and to get into the Obie Awards. Because a lot of these award ceremonies don't ask your listener count. So if you say, hey, I have 72 listeners, probably not the best. But if you say, hey, I'm with the Make a Musical podcast. Can I get a press pass for this really prestigious event? They'll probably get one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I use it as big. And then I brought like our mic flag for my musical, Good Morning New York. It's about news. So we posed as reporters for Good Morning New York. And we had all this publicity through that too. So, and my point is, I guess I just use every resource I have. <laughs> I try to capitalize on all of it. I don't, but I try. 
Yeah, I, I definitely may- go ahead. Oh, I was going to say is like the podcast is great. The main thing that I consider myself a CEO of is just my company as a whole, which is a musical theater producer, because that I had to raise $13,000 with investors and then right. the Indiegogo page and then some. So for me, being a CEO, that it's more about my off-Broadway company and then the podcast and the shirt and all the other stuff I do is just a branch of my whole company. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or your organization, but what do you feel that you're a part of makes you unique? Oh, what's that? Let's see. A few things. When it comes to me as a off-Broadway producer, I think that there are not a lot of commercial female off-Broadway producers in their 20s. I think I'm one of the few. I haven't met any others. And if I have, they're certainly not making money from it. (laughs) I think (laughs) that's what makes me a little different. But also, I always, my secret is making my team and anything I do seem much bigger than it is. So, for example, when we did casting, like when we cast for our shows, I'll invite my aunt and some of my friends to just sit at the table with me. Even if it's just me and a director, I want an actor to come in and see like a panel of six people that all seem to be involved because it makes it seem big. And marketing, too. I use um, Upwork.com to make graphics and artwork. So many talented people. But I think it's all about image. So you can find somebody to, if you have no money and you're starting a company, you can find someone to make a logo. For, I know graphic designers are going to kill me for this. But <laughs> someone can make a logo for you for $25. And then you can make that. They, they can give you a few versions where there's one for your company, then a transparent one that you can put on shirts. And then you can go to teespring.com and create your shirt for free and then sell it and make a profit without ever having to produce it. So my the point is, I try to make, I starting off, I try to make things seem much, much, much bigger than they are. With the, I post all the time and yeah, there's no money, but I don't act like there's no money. I act like I have all the money. And people get confused though, but they get so confused. Like sometimes I remember when I was casting for a set designer and I was casting for actors, people get really confused when they see, oh, wow, you have reviews from the Daily News and CBS New York and you have this logo and you have all this hype, but your pay sucks. It's like, yeah, that's because there's no money in this. I'm just really good at blowing smoke up the media's butt. <laughs> there you go that's it, it's always important because when you were talking i was automatically thinking of like the the club or the bar or whatever you want to go into nobody wants to go into or hear from the bar or club that has nobody standing in line so it's like you have to create from a psycho psychological standpoint that audience and those have those people in and ask your honor whoever to come in so that you do start to create that momentum what I wanted to ask you, which is uh, for a CEO hack, and I know you gave us some with Upwork and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, Teespring. Are there any other kind of apps, books, or habits that you have that make you more effective and efficient? Monday.com is wonderful. You can uh, have a team. Basically, it controls your schedules. It's really good for sales. It's good for organization. So I have all my schedules because we're doing an, my schedule's wild. So we have an album that we're rehearsing for. We have the opera show. Then we have like a cabaret show. We have all these things that I have to keep track of. So Monday.com lets you keep track of your entire schedule and your team can keep track of it. Love it. It's so organized and you can export it to Excel. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. Or if you could hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? I would tell my younger... Oh, yeah. 
I remember one of my early productions, because I know mistakes. So when it comes to theater, I do it, and it's, I do it all the time, but I also do have a day job as a journalist. So for me, theater was never about really making money. It's, I, I like to have a budget where I can pay people enough and have those show happen, but there's not really like a profit in my pocket. I, I can't remember. I usually recoup or make a few hundred more than that. I don't make thousands back because it's usually shared with everyone on the team. So if I can go back in time, and I've said this before on my podcast, my very, one of my very first shows, I wanted to pay people right, but I didn't understand profits and losses. I just was like, hey, I can pay them for my paycheck because they're taking time out of their summer to be in my show. So I promised I ended up paying all of these people. Some people got 200 Some people got like 500 but for straight from my paycheck. And so instead of going off the profits and how much we make or ticket sales, I paid them from my paycheck and not from the actual money we got back. And I ended up losing thousands of dollars. So mm. if I went back, I would, I would pay people what I get in sales, not just right off the bat, here's money straight from my pocket because I was broke for a long time and I missed out on a lot of personal opportunities for myself because I was paying other people. That makes perfect sense. I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Jackie, what is being a CEO? For me, it's cool to have the title. And I think a lot of people dream about having that title and what it would be like to be a CEO. And I think that, that sure you can visualize it. Visualization is great, but I don't really care. I think it's all about the work and all about what you put out in the world, not necessarily the title my thought. Absolutely. No, I definitely agree with that. So I appreciate that perspective because a lot of times you get caught up in those three letters and the title and exactly what that quote unquote is symbolic of, but really a lot of times you just get the opportunity to work in your zone of genius, so to speak. So I uh, appreciate that definition and that perspective. And Jackie, I appreciate your time even more. I wanted to, to pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a hold of you and subscribe to your podcast. Totally. I'd like to say just on one note from the two questions go, I'm not cheap. <laughs> I'm realistic about money because it, it seems like I, I just want to say that because like off-Broadway community, it's non-union. So I, I do want to say I pay people. I have a pretty good reputation for paying people more than what people in non-union shows off-Broadway usually make. And I'm pretty realistic about it. So I just want to say that so people don't think that I'm cheap because I'm definitely not. I'm just not going to go broke for, I'm not going to lose $7,000 again, like two years ago. Besides that, what else I want to say is that I have an off-roading musical coming up and it's great. It's what I've been talking about. So we basically, it opens January 9th, 2020. That's when previews begin. Then we open that Saturday on January 11th. We also have an album launch concert. That's October 4th. All of these are in New York city. You can go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com to find out more. And also if you want to follow the journey, I do have a podcast, the Making a Musical podcast. It's a weekly podcast every theater Thursday. And if you want to just listen in and see how we're developing the show, I'd love to have you on. Because I think being an off-roading producer, a lot of people want to produce, but it's hard to do. And it's hard to break into and it's hard to figure it out. So I love sharing my knowledge as I go because I'm still learning. There's a lot of things that I don't know. I'm sure that things that I said today, I will disagree with in six months. I'll be like, nope, nope. I learned that. Bad idea. But we'll see. 
There you go. It's it's definitely a process, but I, I appreciate you for for taking some time with us. I think that one of the beautiful things about your podcast and everything that you're building is that you get the opportunity to document the process, which I think hasn't really been done as much in the past as it is knowing now. So I appreciate you for doing that. And uh, we will have those links in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But I appreciate you, appreciate your time, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.